This past year, an important revenue ruling came out from the IRS, Revenue Ruling 2023-14, which spoke about the taxation of staking rewards. Their position was that staking rewards should be taxed as income when received. That means the fair market value of the rewards when you receive them should be reported as other income and taxed accordingly. If at some later date you sell it, then you're going to have a gain or loss based on the selling price compared to the price at staking. This is the IRS's default position. And I think for most taxpayers, this should be the way to record it. This actually would be a pretty easy way to record it because you're going to get these reports. You know, all the online services will report it this way for you. But a lot of people question if this is really an appropriate uh, taxation ruling. Now, this is a revenue ruling. This would be a formal sense of guidance from the IRS. Now, it's guidance. It's IRS's official interpretation of how the law is applied to a specific situation, in this case, uh, staking rewards. Now, many people out there disagree with this position. They feel that this position is not in harmony with the tax laws and the tax regulations, particularly IRS uh, tax code section 61, which defines gross income. Gross income is defined in section 61 of the tax code is income, comma, from whatever source derived is considered gross income. And then it goes on to detail that. But the key phrase here is whatever source derived. And the issue is typically I derive income uh, when I sell products, when I sell services, when I sell something, I get money. Money's actually coming into me uh, or, or value. But in this case, I haven't done anything and now I'm getting a staking reward. Is that really income? There is a very famous case right now. It's, it's been bannering through the courts. At this point in time, it's in U.S. District Court. Uh, it's uh, uh, Joshua Jarrett's taxation of Tezos staking rewards. In 2019, he had uh, paid taxes on his Tezos staking rewards, and then he was looking for a refund. Now, the IRS is engaged in a variety of, let's just call it legal shenanigans, and has been able to avoid having a judge rule on this case. The position that the Jarrett's have taken and that the uh, Staking Alliance, which is a, a nonprofit organization, has taken is that staking rewards shouldn't be taxed until they're sold rather than when they're received. Their comparison is, for example, their comparison is the idea of a baker. A baker has flour, has water, he makes a loaf of bread. Is he taxed when the loaf of bread comes out of the oven? No, he's taxed when he later sells the loaf of bread. Okay, So the idea of staking rewards shouldn't be taxed when received, when they come out of the oven, but rather when they're sold back to an exchange. That's their uh, analogy. Uh, another analogy might be Ford Motor Company. All right, They buy all sorts of parts. They put things together. A car rolls off the assembly line. Is it income to... Ford Motor Company when it rolls off the assembly line? No, because nobody's bought it yet. They have to sell it to somebody. So we get into this concept of when we create things, when is it taxed? All right? An artist creates a painting. When is he taxed on it? Okay, You can kind of sense the tension here. 
and it really gets into what's happening in, in, in with staking rewards that it is equivalent to creation. It is inherently built in to the algorithm of a coin that the staking algorithm flows out of the algorithm of the the entire uh, coin or token some call it a form of inflation that diminishes the value so they they would say that uh you know it's 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 a diminishing the value every time i get one issued so it shouldn't be treated as income but rather uh a reflection of that deflation there's a lot of different arguments going on here so here you are you have to decide how you can report your staking rewards Hey, look, if you're a small time staker, you know, you've made maybe 10, 20,000, maybe 50,000 staking rewards, well, you know, you should just do it the way the IRS does. On the long run, you generally won't pay any more tax. All right. The issue, the, the beef people have with this is I'm paying tax before I have experienced income. And that is what gets people upset. I'm being taxed on income I haven't experienced. Now, there's a couple interesting court cases that occurred. There's an interesting uh, court case that one of the circuit courts approved, which has to do with Section 965 of the tax code, which taxes dividends from foreign companies to a U.S. owner. And it basically taxes them, even though the dividends aren't paid out to the U.S. owner. If the company retains the dividends, doesn't actually distribute them. There, this, there's a very complex uh, set of laws that's been created uh, back in 2017, which made these uh, in Section 6038 chargeable to the taxpayer. This has been uh, attacked in circuit court and it, it may be going up to the Supreme Court because the IRS has chosen to fight this. But the issue is, can you tax income before I've received it? All right. And then really, what is income? Remember the definition of the tax code, Section 61, income from whatever source derived. What if it's not derived? What if it's created? Right. So, you, so even though the IRS came out with revenue ruling 2023-14, I don't think the IRS is out of the woods. I'm really surprised they came out with this revenue ruling when this is aggressively being pursued by the Josh Jarrett case. Uh, at this point in time, I've been informed that the Jarrett's have now taken his subsequent year uh, tax return in 2022, and they're bringing it to a U.S. district court for compensation. So they're continuing to push the case, continuing to drive a wedge in it. The IRS is continuing to kick the can down the road, if you will. Uh, recent IRS regulations that have been proposed do nothing to address this challenge. So I think this is going to be uh, a wait and see. Uh, I would say for the average investor, the smartest thing to do and the simplest thing to do is just pay taxes when you get your crypto uh, staking rewards received. You'll be on the safe side of the law. But if you're somebody who's already been doing it uh, the other way, you've already been holding off until you sell it to report your crypto earnings, you know, it's something you could discuss. You might choose to keep those treated the same way and set pay taxes when sold, and maybe any new coins you do staking, you might do it the IRS's conservative way. Or you might step out on a limb a little bit and continue to do report uh, staking when sold. Our advice on this, since the IRS has come out with a revenue ruling, it's very important that you disclose this to the IRS in order to avoid a 20 to 40% accuracy penalty from the IRS. We recommend doing that by putting just a brief description on Form 8275 that you're not following IRS uh, revenue ruling 2023-14 because you're mindful that there's existing court cases that are challenging this and you're continuing to report staking rewards as income when sold.
So that's a very complex situation. If you need some advice, go to our consultation page at CryptoTaxAudit.com. Schedule a consultation with me or one of my tax advisors. And we can discuss your situation, work out a strategy that's comfortable for you to live with. This is a great question. It's going to continue to be a big issue for the next couple of years to come. Thank you very much for listening to today's show. And I hope you enjoy it. Please give us comments. We would love to respond to any questions you give us. If you have tax questions that we can apply to. We will try to address it in future shows. Please hit like, subscribe, follow. Thank you. Have a great day. The Clinton Donnelly Show, where we explore how taxation and regulations of cryptocurrencies affect your daily life as an investor. Clinton has a law degree in international financial regulation. He is an enrolled agent and certified as a cryptocurrency anti-financial crime specialist. He has clients in 71 countries. He is one of the top experts in crypto taxation in the U.S., this show is sponsored by CryptoTaxAudit.com, the income tax experts for U.S. crypto investors. Are you frustrated with using online crypto tax services to calculate capital gains? Are you a high-frequency trader, DeFi, NFT, play-to-earn, or quail investor? Nothing is too complicated for the experts at CryptoTaxAudit.com. Are you frustrated that your accountant doesn't understand crypto taxes? Crypto Tax Audit uses a proven, bulletproof crypto tax return methodology to prepare a tax return that doesn't attract the attention of the IRS. Crypto Tax Audit also offers an exclusive audit defense membership service. It's like car insurance for your tax return. If your return gets selected for an audit of crypto reporting, they will defend you at no additional charge for the entire life of the audit. No one offers anything like audit defense membership. Go to CryptoTaxAudit.com to learn more and schedule a private tax consultation now. The opinions expressed in this show are not legal advice. Tax and regulations are complicated. Your situation is unique, so you should always consult a tax professional.